Welcome back to the 10 Cents Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Brio, uh, broadcasting from the Kanga Motorsports Studio. And I have Adam on Zoom, and we also have the infamous Dalton Klein. We have talked about you off and on. Iowa man. <laughs> Iowa man. Iowa man. Yeah. Uh, he is all. Thanks like, for having me, I guess. Yeah, I'm sorry. My, my condolences. This will be, uh, <laughs> this will probably be your, your worst day ever. This is my time to shine. My only time I ever have a chance <laughs> being famous in my life, I think. Well, we're not famous. I'm sorry. But there are people listening. People will recognize your voice in public, and then that's weird. It's weird for that's me. That's true. It's still weird for me. That is true. Super weird. I enjoy it. it it's, it's always humbling and flattering, but super weird. I just never know what to say. I'm always awkward. Like, more so than normal. I still think like when we are at grid life and the guy's like, oh, 10 Tets podcast shirt. I was wearing a shirt, and I'm like, oh, really? You, you listen? Here's the host, Robbie. And he just looks at him. Hi, Robbie doesn't say anything. It's just the most awkward. And then it's just end of conversation. Well, see you later. <laughs> it's weird. I love it, but we, it's weird. We had it. I, I guess I had it at uh, Heartland Park. Uh, Kevin's daughter was visiting. I, don't, I honestly don't know if she was visiting to see him race or if she knew that he was parked next to me. So then she stopped and was like, oh, my husband and I listen to you all the time. I got to get a picture with you. I'm like, that's so weird. I'm just some guy. <laughs> but then, of course, you that's got the, awesome. So let me, you know, we're talking and just, you know, just hanging out or whatever because I, I know her dad really well. And then uh, take the picture, but we got our masks on. So I'm like standing there, like like an idiot, taking a you know a big smile for the picture. It's like they can't even see my my stupid face. But anyways, humbling, flattering, super cool. I appreciate it. Always appreciate it. But never know what to say ever. So hopefully I wasn't too awkward. It's fine, Robbie. I, yeah. People know what to expect by now. I, so. Yeah, I would think so. If anything, they were you know if someone should if they meet me, they should be like, let's see how awkward we can make this. Make like let's see, make, see, much see him. That was kind of the whole purpose of the hug. <laughs> yeah, we can't do that no more. I know it's true. It makes I've it still seen you get hugs. Shut up! I haven't given hugs. No, I have not. Who have I hugged? Happy about it? Who have I hugged? I thought it was shrugs, not drugs. Yeah, I've been, I've been given shrugs. shrugs, free shrugs, not hugs, free shrugs. But a couple of people snuck some hugs in there. Maybe. Oh, those bastards! If someone wants a hug, I'm so bummed like, I didn't get to go with you guys on that event. It was a good one. We'll get to that. To to grid life. So. Oh, that too. That was also a good event. Yeah. But yeah, we've no, been doing a lot together this summer. We're besties now. Yeah, we're probably see Dalton more than anybody else, except your wife and coworkers. Yep. At least, he's he's always there. <laughs> I'm just his biggest like fan. Follow him around awkwardly. Like, I really don't like racing. I just like Robbie. <laughs> he's like <laughs> definitely not true. He just never goes away, or he always comes back. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> once a month, I just show up out of nowhere. That's what we're averaging. Hey, what's up, Robbie? <laughs> yeah, we're definitely averaging once a month. <laughs> That's the Dalton flare-up. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Are we? What are we doing today? Are we doing a show? Is this, or are we just gonna? Uh, what are we doing? We should do something, right? All let's right. let's uh, let's do my opener presented by Robbie. Oh, that's right. I'm doing an opener presented by Factor Fabrication. Um, Robbie's gonna open it wide open. Oh, I I always open it wide open. But uh, a few weeks back, because it's been a while since we did have a week off, and what episode was that? Yeah, two, I was two, two, for work. Two twenty, right? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we, yeah, we had Mandy McGee last week, or two weeks ago, yep. and then the week before that we had Austin Covey. 
and that's when we talked yep. about it. So that's true. Um, so what'd you buy, Robbie? Yeah, so I bought a pick them up truck, and it's awesome. So I, we talked about it last time. Like I did not trust the Avalanche anymore. It, it was capable of pull, towing, but not really. And the oil pressures made me very, very, very nervous because five is too close to zero. I don't care what the manual says. That's so low. And and not only that, it's five psi when you have um, Rotella five forty in it. Not not okay. It should <laughs> it should never get anywhere near that. So yeah, that's true. I've been you know we sp- I spent like oh gosh I don't know like a full week just kind of like seeing what was available. And if anyone's searching for a truck right now, they know that there's not shit out there, especially in the newer truck um, category. Like if someone has a nice truck, they're not selling it. Cause yeah, the, the availability of new trucks is terrible right now. Yep. I can't find nothing worth a crap. No, because my, my dad has a 18 Sierra High Country. No. All, all terrain. All terrain. I thought I had a high country. Is a high all terrain's an option on the high country? That's like the Z seventy one for the right. I thought I thought GMC, yeah, that's just G, like the is GMC extra off road shocks or whatever in the high country is your trim package. I thought I thought high country was Chevy and then all terrain was GMC. No, GMC goes SLT, then it goes Denali. Correct. I should know this. I should know this too, but forever. And now my dad's going to call me and tell me that I'm a moron. I'm pretty sure Sierra would be SLT and then Denali. I think it's an all terrain, but it's a it's a GMC. But whatever, not not super important right now. But but anyways, the the plan was to end up buying his actually, but he can't find a truck that he wants to buy. It's just they're just not out there. So that wasn't an option. So I found a few different ones in Sioux Falls. Nothing in Des Moines. Absolutely nothing. Um, went to actually found one in Mitchell, and that's the one I ended up buying. Mitchell, South Dakota. So I went back to co- holy shit. That was quite the ride. Six. I didn't realize you were up in my neck of the woods. And you didn't stop to say hi. I was, I was there for like the whole 4th of July weekend. I assumed you were in like Yankton or something doing like river shit. Iowa man things. Yeah. I, you were drinking bush light in the river. I think I partied so hard the week. I didn't do anything the whole weekend. Jeez. <laughs> I actually don't have a clue what I did. For the July <laughs> weekend. That's bad. I think I went fishing one night. That's... So you weren't wrong, but it was at the lakes. Wow. Oh, and yeah. didn't catch anything. You can't, yeah, you went the other direction. But I knew it's like I hadn't seen my parents since Christmas. I knew we were going to spend the 4th of July with them, just being at their place, doing nothing. Um, so that's about six hours from Des Moines. Drove the avalanche there. And even without a trailer, I don't know if like, it, was, it was just the weirdest thing. Cause like it'd be like if I drove it to and from work or around town or for like less than two hours, oil pressures were pretty good. No, no real concerns there. But like anytime I start to drive it over two hours or like closer to like three or four hours, you just kind of watch the pressures just drop. Just cont- didn't matter. It just all of a sudden you're cruising on the interstate at 20 PSI. And that's so sketchy. So Not I, good. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know because, but then it, you, you fire it up and it jumps to like 50 and then it sits at 40 for forever. And then all of a sudden it just starts to drop and I have no explanation. I really don't. I, it just, it just concerned me and I didn't like it. So I found this, uh, 18 Silverado LTZ max trailering package. It was literally the only max trailering package pickup in like 500 miles. And I thought it was a fair price. So drove up there. Basically, it was just a matter of test driving, make sure it was fine. Seemed fine. 
drove it for like a half hour, brought it back, did the paperwork, went and grabbed lunch, went to the gas station to drive back to Sioux Falls because it's another, you know, two hours back to go hang out with, my, uh, with Zach LePetri. <clears throat> and then uh, we get to the gas station before we leave and I, I literally stopped to take a picture because if you watch me on Instagram, I had a, a thing that said, this will work in my story. And it's, I jumped back in the truck and all of a sudden it got kind of real rough. And then all of a sudden my check engine light starts blinking at me. I was like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. You got to be kidding me. I, I just bought this. And sure enough, it's clearly misfiring. Drove it back to the dealer. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did I drove it for a Only half. Only Robbie. Yep. Only Robbie. That, honestly, that's exactly what I said. I, I, <laughs> I said that, of course, that I can't have anything nice. I just can't. So You're by far the worst reliability with Chevy 1500s I've seen out of anyone. That's not true. They're far worse. 1500? Well, I did. That Escalade <laughs> was not good to me. Yeah, I was going to say, you were worse. <laughs> That's um, just, that was understanding that it had a 4L60, so you knew what you were getting into. And you beat the living shit out of that truck. That truck did you no wrong compared to what you did. <laughs> you should be able to set cruise at 75, no matter what you're pulling with it. <laughs> it wasn't when you were pulling that you weren't nice to it. <laughs> See, I was fairly well, nice to the avalanche. I, I, I pulled the dump trailer with like, oh, I don't know. It was all my wood shakes off my roof one time, like three miles to go dump them. I think my tranny was smoking after that one. That might have been <laughs> what did the rebuilt tranny in. But I told the tranny rebuilder, gave him fair warning that build it as t- tough as you can because I plan on only pulling with this thing. So it's his fault he had to rebuild it twice. <laughs> and it's my fault I don't know how to put a transmission by myself and push the oil pump out. It's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, so brought it back to the dealer. And he he had not even finished like all the final paperwork for me. Like I just walked back in. I was like, so... About that six month warranty. Yeah. We're gonna need to bring this in right now. Oh brought Jesus. it brought it in, did their quick di- like, like as I'm driving it into the, the service bay, I get a text message from OnStar because they gave me a free OnStar service pack or whatever. And I get it says, You're you need to seek a dealership or you know, whatever right now for service. And yeah, sure enough it was a misfire and it was uh an injector. So they had to replace that. Which, of course, they didn't have the injector, so I had to leave the vehicle with them. So I bought this 18 Silverado, and I left in a 12 Sierra. They didn't have the, like, they didn't have an injector in stock? No, well, they want... It seems like a relatively they wanted to. Thing. They wanted to run a test, this is what they told me, that they wanted to run the test on all the other injectors, so that when I leave, another one doesn't just fail on me halfway between here and there in Des Moines. How come in our direct injection, because that's direct injection, right? The new trucks? Yes. Direct injection injectors. I know that this, they're not, it's a known fault that these, that the injectors will fail on these six twos. It happens. So, I mean. Well, you found that out. Well, I I can confirm that. But yeah. How long, out of curiosity, how long until your OnStar was bitching at you because my car did not care at all? Uh, like ten minutes. <laughs> I bet it took me ten minutes to get from the gas station back to the dealership, and then it. it I got an email uh, as I was pulling into the service station. So yeah, like ten minutes. Interesting. It was just it just said that I was I needed service or there was 
you know, some sort of fault or whatever that they knew. But yeah, I think mine gave me an email like three days later saying my car <laughs> is in good condition. I check my tire pressures. <laughs> we'll get there. You will get there for I, sure. I'm holding out for that. Yep. But it was funny because he's sitting at, he's, I, I'm talking to the guy I bought the car from and he's like, yeah, man, I already sold your avalanche to the auction. I'm going to have to give you something else to leave. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, good. I don't want to drive it back. <laughs> I wanted to make it back to Des Moines. Yeah. So they gave me a, a Sierra with a 6.2. So I was actually able to tow um, my dad's small skid loader and trailer back to my place. So it worked out. So I definitely wasn't oh. going to do that with the avalanche. So do you have your truck then? Yeah. It got delivered to me a week after I bought it. Oh, so they brought it down here and took yep. your other one, yep. so I, other one back? I bought it on the Friday before 4th of July. Um, that'd be the 3rd of July. And then came back to Des Moines with the Sierra, drove that for the whole week. But the funny thing was, I got a call on Monday, which I'm expecting them to, you know, we'll figure out the, the delivery thing. We'll, you know, we'll go from there and then they'll just drop it off on Tuesday was the plan. The phone call on Monday was, hey, you know how you had that misfire? And I'm like, yeah. Well, we fixed that. But then we found a, a coil pack failed on a different cylinder. Great. Two misfires. Fuck. <laughs> Robbie's over here researching lemon laws. <laughs> I, I, I was. I was like, for lemon laws anymore? I don't know. What's that? It's just over the mileage for a lemon law right now, right? It's at 59,000 miles. I have no idea. Oh, I, you still have a factory warranty for another thousand. You better get your money's worth out of that. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's 59,000 after driving it to Harland Park. But, uh, so yeah, he, he they get it fixed. They, uh, they had a guy deliver it from Mitchell, South Dakota to Des Moines on the Thursday. So, um, yeah, whatever the hell day that was. And then I was able to drive it home from work on Thursday. So I've had it a couple weeks now. And it is... I was pulling with it. It's wonderful. It is a godsend. It is the greatest thing ever. Getting into... You want to know know what the lemon laws are in Iowa? I am curious. Well, it's South Dakota. Well, I don't know. I don't (laughs) know if it's different from state to state. We'll go with Iowa. Uh, to qualify as lemon under the lemon law, a vehicle must be under two years old okay. and have less than 24,000 miles on it yes. and weigh less than 15,000 pounds. Well, I, I wouldn't qualify for one of those. Wow, to, qualify, to qualify as a lemon under the lemon law, one or more of the following must also be true. The vehicle has been to the shop three or more times for the same problem and the problem still exists. The vehicle has been to the shop one time due to a defect likely to cause serious bodily injury or death, and the problem still exists, or the vehicle has been out of service for any number of problems for 20 or more days, and the problem still exists. These days do not need to be consecutive. Yeah, I definitely don't qualify for that. No, I honestly, I didn't. And start a timer. Yeah, no, I said, uh, yeah, one ejector and one coil pack, so... Really not all that concerning to be honest, but no, it's 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 wonderful. They averaged over twenty one miles to the gallon from Mitchell to Des Moines, and then I'm averaging about twenty miles a gallon without the trailer. With a decent amount of in town driving too, I don't know what your work commute is, but you have a little bit, don't you? Yeah, it's like fifteen miles and uh, probably 
five of it's in town. Then, yeah, anything I do in town, it's like, well, any groceries or all that stuff's in town, like city driving. So That's no complaints about a truck that can pull 12,000 pounds in my book. No, I, I have absolutely no complaints there. And it's the guy that bought it because it doesn't have all the the stuff I would expect it to have. So I get in it and it's like, it's got the, it's the LTZ and I'm expecting to have every bell and whistle, but the guy that bought it ordered it from that dealership and basically took the checklist and just checked what he wanted and didn't check what he, what he didn't want. So it shows Which is max trailering the minimum for that and nothing else. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's max trailering with the leather interior and that's it. Like it's got heated seats, not cooled. It doesn't have the heated uh, steering wheel. It doesn't have any bench seats. What's that? It has bench, bench seats, seats, which I actually really like because it's got like the little gun holder in the middle thing that you can put your gun in. I don't have a gun, but if I did, I could put it there. Or as my work coworker called really, it, it comes with a, like a gun holder. Well, got, is that really what it is, or it just that's just what like I call it. it? But it's got like a okay. it's got the like a center console that flips down that that's the back of the seat. And then the bottom of the seat also is like a like a little cooler type storage cubby. Storage yeah. cubby. So yeah, it's I actually like the bench seat. It's it's cool. But um, where was I going with that? But yeah, so but you checked all the things you didn't want. So like it doesn't have any sort of like sensors in the bumpers. Um, I could back into something and have it not tell me anything's behind me. It doesn't have any lane assist stuff. Um, like um, all like the Denali's and some of the other higher end stuff. It has that, uh, like, you're too close to the car in front of you sensor, so it, like, vibrates your seat. doesn't have that. Um, so, yeah, it just has all the things I would want and none of the things I don't. So it's it's crew cab. It's got the six-and-a-half-foot box. My biggest complaint about it right now is that when they replaced the tires, instead of getting two seventy-five 55s, they got two seventy-five sixties, and they fucking rubbed. And that annoys me. Like on, at lock? Yes. But only on the passenger side. Because like when I go to lock, like let's just say I'm taking a right turn. And I go all the way to lock. It's like pulling off from the from my mailbox into the driveway. It, uh, it touches right at the end, just in one spot on the fender liner. It's the only one. Everywhere else, it's totally fine. So it's just like just a skosh too tall. Which is, but of course, they're brand new tires. So I had to live with it for a while. A lift kit could fix this, Robbie. No, no. <laughs> it's tall enough. It is tall enough. No, they're too tall already. It, it does. It needs absolutely no lift. But it it Agreed. it pulls so good. It's so it's actually like super happy to have a uh, trailer behind it. it. I had yeah. I just got it for Heartland Park. I got on the interstate, set the cruise at seventy four, seventy five, and just left it there, and it was fine. Yeah, that's better than I could do. I mean, it was it was it was wonderful, and then, like it would it would, it's eight it's got the eight speed, so I mean it just it seems to sh- like I'm not used to that because it shifts a lot more than what I'm used to, but like not it doesn't go like high RPMs ever. So yeah, going up a tall hill, it just kind of it shifts down, gets to where it wants to go, and just goes. It's just happy. It's got no squat whatsoever. You drive the car under the trailer, and it just it just sits there. It has pretty. It does have pretty stiff springs. That being the uh, trailering package, though. So like, driving through the city, it's kind of it's just it's just stiffer than the avalanche. Well, that kind of yeah, to be expected. Yeah, um, comes with the territory. I'm not a shrewd negotiator, so I didn't get a steal of a deal on it. I got a fair price. I thought um, I got a free 
tonneau cover, so that was cool. They installed it before I left. Well, I mean, they had plenty of time to install it because uh, it took a fucking week. But <laughs> Luckily, they had a whole weekend. <laughs> well, they had it. They had it installed before I left, but they could have took a week. Um, yeah, it's it's wonderful. It is worth every penny, and I'm so happy. Well, I'm glad you you're happy with it at least. Yeah, because but now I'm poor. I feel I feel broke as shit. And I have, a car, happen. I, have a, I have a car payment now, and I hate car payments, so there's that. But it's worth it. Welcome to racing. You'll never have any money again, well, especially having two cars. I knew that going in, that uh, my financial security was never uh, was never going to be a thing. It's not guaranteed anymore. No. That's okay. It's fine, though, Robbie. It makes for more fun things. Yeah. You well, know? The, the one thing that I, I will never, ever, 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 ever understand is how you could buy a pickup this nice, new, and then wash it with the brush. Who does that on a black pickup? Just doesn't care. Oh, man. Obviously, you're the old owner of that truck. Yep. So that was, that was, not, that was I guess that would be my other complaint is that the previous owner washed this truck with a dirty rag and a brush so it is swirled from front to back luckily you practice your buffing skills now luckily for me uh josh lapetri is a body man and has multiple buffers and spare stuff in his garage he goes i'll just mail it to you so saturday i'm spending all day just buffing the thing and it's gonna be perfect I thought we agreed you had better things to do Saturday. That's Friday. I got furloughed. So Friday, I have better things to do. Saturday, Perfect. I have a buffing party for one. <laughs> yeah, it's a... It, it, we, and, and it just fits in my garage, which is nice. Is it markedly bigger than the than the Avalanche? Uh, Wider, a little. I, I couldn't give you an exact measurement. Without looking but it up, it's noticeably. It is noticeably longer because the be- the bed is at least a foot longer. Well, it's it's a foot longer than that every other sense. standard bed, and the truck itself seems to be a little bit longer. So yeah, it basically. So what I ha- I had the deep freeze in front of the avalanche, in the garage. So I'd basically drive up to the deep freeze, and then it would fit just fine. Uh, the deep freeze is no longer there, and I still have to have like a little string that shows me like where to stop. Like drive all the way to here, and then you just make it in. Still worth it, but I love it. I it, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's a, it's a super nice truck. Um, I will be paying for it for forever. But it is what it is. You can pull two cars to the track now that you have two cars, Robbie. I'm not pulling two cars to the track. I don't live the two cars at the track life. One car. Not yet. I was there. No, you were. No, you were always at, with the plan to do two, two of them. You bought a trailer <laughs> that could always have two. Even when you had the flatbed, it was still a two-car trailer. It was That's almost true. a two-car trailer. And no, you'd have to knock off my tire rack and have some. You could fit uh, rear two. ends hanging off the trailer to make it work. But I I've think you could have highly considered like, it. I think you could have carried like the Miata, or a Miata and the Corvette together. Yeah, you'd yeah good thing I know no friends with Miatas I want to bring anywhere. <laughs> or he can't get a car running that he wants to race ever. One of the two. Because he can't decide what engine to put in it. Yeah. But, yeah. but that's not a problem now. I definitely have room for uh, Miatas. Do you think you can fit four cars in the new trailer? 
Yeah. Yeah, I bet you could. If I got rid of the... You could fit three on the bottom and one up on the lift. Two Camaros on the bottom had at least two foot in between them, which was very generous. And behind it, there was this much room in between a full-size grill and a grill strapped there, and then another about two foot in between it. And so that's a good six, seven foot behind that Camaro, two foot in between our Camaros. And then I had my full roll-on toolbox up to the front, which was, I think that's a six foot tool chest. Yeah, And then there's like two foot in between that. So if you had Miatas, you'd probably fit three in there and just have a hell of a time. Yeah, because you had the toolbox a long way. Miata class. Well, (laughs) you might be able to fit one and a half on the lift too, I mean. That's not going to work very well, though. No, it's only rated for four thousand pounds. God, that trailer on your on your truck is is just. I can't believe that you've made it to two events with it. <laughs> it does great. I'm double digit fuel mileage sometimes. No, you did. Did you have any like weird adventures driving to Heartland Park with it? Like get caught in the middle. No, it's not like I crossed some ten thousand pound rated bridge like I did on the way to uh, Hallett. No, <laughs> nothing that great. It was wind. It was oh, it was so windy. The wind but, but, is actually but, but, not but, as bad as you would think with that. I think the gooseneck helps a lot, but yeah, yeah sure. Probably. And the and the triple axle. And the triple axle, yeah, but yeah. That uh, so you had to uh, you hit the or did you go around the toll booth? Or there's probably no good way to avoid that, is there? So on the way down, I told myself I'm going to stay off interstates and stuff to stay away from uh, DOT way stations for on. <laughs> Known reasoning. <laughs> so I uh taking just two lanes of there, which wasn't too bad, but I come up on some bridges, our up bridge at first, and it has ten thousand pounds only. I'm like, shit, I need to turn around. And I pull up my GPS and it's like there's one road to the right. I'm like, okay, slow down to look at this road, and it's like a single lane gravel road with branches <laughs> overhanging that will be way lower than the top of that stacker portion like uh guess hopefully there's another road so i go to the first bridge and just some run down old bridge i'm like i can't turn around and i'm not backing this thing up three miles because i mean it's about 60 foot all said and done there's i can't turn around in a two-lane road so i just go across that one like okay i'm still alive i'm like now to go about another mile and of course there's another bridge ten thousand pounds only in my now i'm sandwiched between two bridges that aren't rated to have that and there's no turnoffs there whatever i guess just speed up and just go for it and right over that bridge going up a hill there's a they're putting some culverts in and they have to stop me because a payload or whatever's on the the road and i'm stopped on like a 10 percent grade not a big <laughs> deal but to get that uh, weight moving there's a guy standing right next to my truck with a stop sign that says go. And that thing just spools up to like 2000 RPMs, just all sorts of turbo noises and just crawls. Like <laughs> it, five seconds, I could easily outwalk that thing with like half throttle, three quarter throttle, just took a good 10 seconds to get up to like 10 miles an hour. And that guy just had to be looking at me like, you're the reason we have to rebuild these bridges. <laughs> <laughs> and he's right. <laughs> I uh, took the toll road on the way home. <laughs> probably, probably the right choice. Did, so that's are, five axles. Then how bad was that? Not surprisingly, great. not bad. Well, I guess <laughs> it, I'm off the list. I think now, like you, when they give you the printout, it has how many axles you have. I'm right at the end of it, so it's like 
you'll find out when you get there what you're paying. You just gotta be ready. What was it? Mine was six fifty. Six fifty four. Oh my no, toll. it was like like once you're off the chart, it's like for the whole road, it's like thirty dollars or forty dollars oh. or something stupid. It's they don't like triple axles. I guess that's crazy. So are you uh, are you truck shopping? Yeah, truck shopping. <laughs> I'm definitely truck shopping. The I don't want to blow out a tire on that thing because I oh, that'd be the way. I don't that'd know. be so bad. unloaded. I weighed it. And I think I got an accurate weight there, and it was twenty two thousand seven hundred pounds. <laughs> And then I once you throw in like twelve or sixteen tires in there, and three cars, and a tool chest, and a grill, and I tried to go over the scales one time, and it told me it was twenty two thousand pounds, and I just was gonna tell the DOT that's what the scale said. <laughs> Not my fault. Wrong. <laughs> Act stupid. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the rear tires on that thing are not happy. So currently looking at for a thirty five hundred dually, but it seems like they're pretty hard to find it this year, and I guess I could buy a little bit older one, but the new ones are actually rated to pull my trailer this year. It seemed like for some reason, almost everything Kodiaks and everything were rated to the, was it GCVW gross combined vehicle weight was 26,000 pounds. Ooh. So that's what everyone got rated for. And I overdo that by a little bit. So the new Chevys and Sierras are rated for uh, 35,000 pounds trailer weight. So I might that's just go for broke there. That's a lot that's of crazy. We, we talked about it when they announced that, and that's that's an insane amount of weight. I don't even know what you're pulling to use that because I'm thinking I might hit 25,000, 26,000 pound trailer weight, but it's nice to have a little bit of buffer. Who knows what my next trailer will be? You definitely need a buffer. Do we ever get into how you bought this trailer on the show? I don't think so. Can we, let's let's dial us. Let's let's take a step back and, and say. So you we'll, ha- we'll go we'll go back. So it's a this is a great one of my coworkers well. who came racing in Oklahoma with me had a green Camaro that went off track. Had some pretty good pictures of that. But uh, it happened, he yeah. just funnily tagged me in a post for a auction that was in my hometown actually of uh, a forty one foot on the flat gooseneck when I had seven foot above it, so about about fifty feet overall. And it was ending the next day and it was up to three thousand dollars and then she's like you should buy this i'm like i don't have anything to pull that and i think it's gonna go way more expensive so whatever go about my day didn't think twice about it and i just you know oh it's gonna end tomorrow i better open this up thirty two hundred dollars i'm like i just can't let this thing go for thirty two hundred dollars so i get an account set up for that auction site and everything and i put a bid in just to do a test bid and and it worked like it was supposed to that time. So, <laughs> and it ended that Friday. The, gr- that the Friday we were, of grid uh, life. Going to Hallett. So, no, no. Or, How, uh, grid life. Grid life. Yeah, it was grid life. Yeah, I ended up life. at uh, your house with my other trailer. So, I was on my way to Robbie's house and we were meeting up and heading to grid life. And it just ended on the way there. And once again, probably not the greatest idea to talk about, you know, auctioning on the highway while pulling the. <laughs> A car. Everything is allegedly, 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 allegedly. I told myself, I did tell myself I was going to pull over and wait the last like four minutes of uh, time there to bid on this thing. And I was figuring $6,000 is a steal of a deal. It had two 80 gallon compressors on it, five horsepower and seven and a half horse that I actually sold for $2,000 pretty much. And 
off it alone. So it was like $6,000 be max bid. That's fine. It was only up to like $3,800 at the time. So I'm just driving, allegedly driving. We'll go with allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. And I make a wrong turn on my way to Robbie's house because I'm getting a little excited about spending $6,000 on this trailer I can't pull. And <laughs> <laughs> so once you bid, it gives you an option. And it's I made this wrong turn. I had a minute left to bid. I'm like, what the hell, what the hell? And I just hit a button quick just to make my bid go through. And I forced it up to $6,000 instantly instead of doing an incremental bid. So <sighs> I spent $6,000 on something I probably could have spent four on. Oh. But I still sold those air compressors. It was 1900 I had $4,100 in this thing. I'm still pretty happy. Tires are pretty new. Haven't blown out anything yet. Trailer brakes need a little bit of love. They're getting a little bit of air in the lines, but... Well, so it's, so it's he still, was kind of on the fence about it, right? Yeah, leading of course. up to this, and we have a we have a group chat with him and me and and a couple of my other buddies, and and we're talking back and forth about this thing, and and I was like, you know, dude, those those air compressors are like they're worth some money, you know, like, and and Dalton's like, oh, you know, they can't be worth more than like two or three hundred bucks a piece, right? And I was like, no, nah, I don't, I don't think so, man. Like, you should look it up. And next thing you know, Dalton's like, holy shit, these are compressors. And so, like, his number went from whatever it was, and then it creeped up a little <laughs> bit, you know. And and then we're like going back and forth. He's like, I really don't need this. Like, I, I can't tow it. Blah blah blah. And we're just like, but Dalton, like, just imagine all the things you can do with this trailer. It'll be so nice for you to have. And and you know, he's kind of slowly like. Eh, you know, and, and next thing we know, here he is, <laughs> and uh, he was. I was able. You were able to go back and look at the bid history, even without like. Being, Thanks, Josh. <laughs> even without being in the um, like in their system, system or having a count or anything, it, right? And so we're looking at it's like you know, starts at like 2,500 and then goes up a couple hundred bucks here and there. And then, you know, it's just kind of creeping up. And then all of a sudden it doubles. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last bid. Gee, I wonder why. That was great. I want it. But yeah, you won. It's yours now. And you've made so two trips with it. This uh, trailer I had $4,100 into now is going to cost me a 60 thousand dollar truck. It's fine. But interest rates Everyone have never been trucks better. more than their house. Yeah, <laughs> interest rates are great right now. It's fine. Just that's what that's what I keep, that's what I keep telling myself. Zero six in the garage, brand new Camaro. It's just like in a house I spend under fifty thousand on. <laughs> I like where your priorities you're, are. You're living that life. Man. That's that's, that's the Iowa yeah, man choices. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just. Oh, it's so good. It makes me so It's happy. great. I don't know why, but it, just to get so funny. It was it was really nice getting to hang out in there because like, I got my tent and everybody else has toters and you have this massive trailer. So it's like, it's super windy at Heartland. So I'm like, well, I'll just go and hang out in your trailer. Well, even Nick, he, he put his awning like up against my trailer on the windy day. And he's like, hopefully this is fine. It just blocks a lot of the wind. So his whole family, he brought <laughs> all his kids, his wife, they're all just stuffed up like two foot off my trailer hanging out like yeah no problem man actually i should hang out there too josh's canopy was on the other side and we were getting a beat up crap beat out of us nope and we'll get to that then we just went inside the trailer anyways do you have anything else on pickups um they need to make an in-between pickup on the lot right now it seems like 3500 dualies are in shortcomings everywhere 
Yeah, I saw one down by the fairgrounds in Des Moines. Oh, what day was it? Two days ago. But I didn't stop because it was it was at a not new dealer lot, so I assumed it wasn't what you were looking for. Well, I can go back no. if you need me to. No, no, it's fine. I guess on top I, of that, I had to get a one. Oh, on top of that trailer, I didn't have any way to move it. No one in my family has any way to move it. I had to call one of my coworkers because they needed it moved the next day when I'm in Michigan with Robbie. <laughs> hey, can you pull my trailer across town? But they did and, it. It was fine. Was that in it. Sheldon? Yeah. The the place you bought it from was in. Yeah, it was like it was a grain company. It's like Decabug Grains owned it. Before. You have any idea whose it was? It was registered to a grain company. But they were clearly well, using it for racing, right? It was dirt track racing. That thing is dusty as can be, and like all the e track is just full of dirt and rocks. And I've already vacuumed and swept it out a couple times, and it's just a disaster. Huh. That's funny that it was registered as a to the company. I bet that happens so much. Constantly. It's definitely not my Reynolds company. <laughs> That's right. On top of all this, Dalton's a slumlord. That's about right. You gotta pay for racing some. <laughs> if I come get audited, I'm gonna have two by fours up top and two by sixes underneath in the stacker and be like, Why do you have a stacker for your rentals? <laughs> Everyone stacks their woods differently. Yeah. Look how convenient this is. <laughs> The price was right. What do you want from me? That 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 is true. <laughs> you, yeah, you bought it for the price of like a regular twenty foot enclosed trailer. So I know that's the problem. It's kind of beat up, but it fits it in. Works. It, I mean, it's. I mean, you don't need the perfect like a perfectly, you know, shined up trailer. It's fine if it has a few dings. Nothing vinyl can't fix. Exactly. Like a big ten tenths logo. Like like twenty feet. No way, dude. It's going to say um, Iron Man Racing on it. Presented by, by 1010 podcast. podcast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I I need the measurements for Josh's. Next time I'm at Josh's house, I'm going to take measurements of that and make it one inch bigger. No, no, no. Say, <laughs> Josh is pretty proud about the fact that that's the biggest 1010 sticker on the planet. Josh, now that I'm on the show, I have approval that I can have the biggest 10 tens podcast sticker. So it's on. Hey man, we're not stopping anybody from getting, if somebody wants to beat stickers, you, yeah, like, be, go for it. Whatever, whatever trips your trigger, man. I think if you, I think you could go from the side, the door on the side, all the way to the front, that'd be pretty impressive. That's like 20 feet. No matter what you do, you're still not going to top E-man's tattoo. So this doesn't have the logo. It doesn't say 10 tens. So it's just the logo. I know, but it's still it's really, so, it's so good. Yeah. I, I, it's pretty good, but I think it needs to say 10 tenths. You should do it. <laughs> I'll pay for it if it says 10 tenths. <laughs> oh, no. I've, I've spent that. way, I've spent way more on way less. Don't, don't do yeah, that. If it's, if it's terrible, I get it like at some drunk party. Is that even worse? <laughs> or better. It's kind of far for the course, at least. <laughs> So, well, let's, uh, should we wrap the, the opener up? Yeah, this, a uh, bit here? opener about yeah, pick em like up this trucks. first half hour opened it up. Yeah, this, this pick em up truck opener presented by Factory Fabrication. They have a sweet pick em up. No, I guess not a pickup truck. It's a lorry that they carry their BMW and I don't have a picture of it, but it's super rad. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the goal for your trailer, Dalton, is to look as rad as their lorry. 
I, I also, I bet if you have anything sometime. needed for your pickup truck, I bet they could fab it up for you. Oh, yeah. He fabbed up like bunks and all sorts of cool shit in there. So Ooh. Have you seen it? I need to see some of these bunks. I need some bunk ideas. But Josh also told me, screw it. Make yourself a bed. Everyone else will sleep on the floor. There's more enough room down there. That's true. Yeah, don't worry about all. Don't worry about that. They'll figure their own shit out. I need some tire racks and maybe one bunk. I know I've seen that lorry and that thing is rad. Yeah, that thing is it's, sweet. It's super cool. I haven't seen it yet. I feel like I'm missing out. You are. You definitely are. So, um, I think they they had a bunch of pictures posted on their their um their Instagram Instagram and they are no I longer think it was on Instagram. Yeah, it's, it's no longer Z three direction. It is Z R three racing. Yep. ZR3 Racing, and they are selling shirts. So if you want to support our friends at ZR3 Racing, head over to their Facebook or Instagram and then get a shirt. Um, while you're in the buying mood, head over to 1010's podcast on Tracktuned, and then you can go to our... Oh, wait, no, how do we get to our store now? Go to Facebook, Facebook. Go to our Facebook page, not the group, and then click on the store and then get a shirt. Yes. I am working on Shop a new... now. The I consortium, am, not the group. You won't find any groups around here. Ah, jeez. Um, I am working on a new design for a logo. Oh? Yeah, I have an idea. It's, it's, you it's, want the it's, aspect it's, ratio of the side of my trailer? That too. But it's, it's, just, it's, it's just for a t-shirt that, for myself, but I think people will buy it. I think at least one other person will buy it, so I'm going to make it. It'll be fun. Will this come in a long-sleeve variant? There's been long-sleeve t-shirts on the store for over a year, and you still haven't bought one. <laughs> I actually this looked at last thing. week. We just, we just shame our guests into buying uh, stuff while they're on the show. Is yeah. that our new thing? Austin now? Covey bought I a looked hat. at it two weeks ago, and I'm like, I should buy this, but now my car has a fire suit, so I don't really need a long sleeve shirt to race anymore. So, And I think it's funnier that I bother him enough to make the long sleeve shirt, and I don't get one. So, <laughs> Well, you bought the pillow, so there's that. I do have the pillow. So we pr- we appreciate. Forgot about the pillow. It's, I think they're still oh, available. If people want them, I can't believe people bought them. But I appreciate you buying one. I think Josh bought one too. Yeah, Josh's isn't his uh, in his RV. <laughs> That's mine's on my great, couch. Such That's a great amazing. purchase. So when girls come over to your house and they see it, they're like, "What the what the fuck is this?" And you have to explain to them that like your idiot friends have a podcast. Idiot friends, yeah, it's about sums it up. I've never heard of 1010's podcast. Well, neither has anyone else. No. Give it a listen. I don't think anyone's ever listened to me to listen to it. <laughs> no, it's just like, it's like a cultural thing. It's a group. Like, they don't listen, but we just hang out. <laughs> and it works. Anyway. That's fine. That's fine. So we've, we've alluded to it, um, but we had an adventure at Heartland Park. It was good. Probably my worst week racing ever. No, there's no... Okay, yeah, probably, probably true. Probably true. Probably, probably very, very true. You, yeah, you, Robbie. Should we start with you? Did you have a better weekend? Yeah, my weekend Robbie? was fine. Hold on, I'm having a hard time zooming. Sorry, fucking with pictures. Um, no, I had a, I had a weekend, man. It was fine. I, uh, I can't believe how much abuse the Toyo RRs take. I just. Oh yeah. You know, I bought those tires off that guy. They were like his throwaway tires for like. Oh yeah, those are from that. He had like fifteen or eighteen uh, tires. Mustang Camaro Challenge car. Yeah, so they're two seventy five seventeens, and yeah, he wanted ten bucks a tire, so I bought all of them. Obviously, and I was, I'm, and I'm thinking, you know, they're they're almost to the wear bars. They're they're worn, they're they're clearly dead, but I, I get a weekend out of each one of them. I'm legitimately going to run the entire season on the same set. <laughs> 
I just I mean it's a little bit of a they don't wear. A, I can't believe it. Like a messed up season, but true. It's only it's only three weekends, but don't forget I, about that uh, alpine. I'm good not, life you're going to, Robbie. I'm not, um, but I I honestly cannot believe it how well the the RRs wear. It's just it's just really weird to me. I so. really need to get more of these uh, tires. I start with a two in my life. I can get for ten dollars. It's kind of an anomaly. Are those two hundred treads? No, no, no. He's he's talking two hundred width. Oh, oh. He, Miata tires. Miata tires. I forgot. I forgot that you're he, not on the Miata tire train. Oh, poor me with my three thirty fives. Dick. Three fifty fives now. Oh three fifty fives. That ACR bro. life. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll get there. Don't you worry. Um, I really don't have anything remarkable to say. I had a really awesome weekend. Um, we had a really good turnout. We had like I think like twenty drivers, which would be pretty good for this season. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, we had more than twenty drivers, didn't we? I'm yeah, we was positive. Yeah, for sure. It was twenty five because we had twelve in production D alone. Then a few in E, a decent number in C, and I think a handful in B and A. How'd you end up doing in a uh, production D there, Robbie? Oh, is this is this gold medal <laughs> tell you anything? You got a gold medal. It says, it's like we almost uh, set that up. That I was supposed I, to ask oh, you. Boy. Oh, it's weird. I got this piece of gold. I got right this here. gold oh, medal. Boy. It's high score. Did I break it? You're so faint. <laughs> did I did I do something wrong? Actually, low low score. Did I break it? <laughs> uh, actually, I. I had a really good session Saturday morning and ended up having the fastest time of the weekend in production D. Did you so, set it on the last lap? No, it was the eighth lap. I I was not I was not last lap Lando on this one. <laughs> this is still a lot of laps. There's <laughs> a lot of laps. Um I ran full practice on Friday and then uh, so I did like a one fifty like so we ran the full course with the fast turn one and a fast turn eight. And I'd never done a fast turn eight before. So it's actually really fun. I enjoyed that. Um, so I ran. Wait, 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 wait. I'm pulling up the map. Fast turn eight is a dangerous yeah. turn. Nine, though. Eight eight into nine is, there was a lot of issues you with come in there club, club racers and time trials. Like there was, there was a handful of people that stuffed some cars. And it, you know, it's not my car, so we're not going to get into it. So, but yeah, there was, definitely a, there was a lot. A few cars right there. That That's where... Because we were three of them this weekend, right? Yeah, we were camped there, and there was quite a few that slid into the wall or had damage or you know a, a handful of issues oh, okay. at that turn. It's it's a quick turn, and I, I see why they don't run it all the time. Actually, that's where my that, two like, off was too. NASCAR, oh no, the NASCAR circuit's a different circuit. No, the NASCAR is shorter because they skip five, six, seven. Oh yeah, they do, but they take fast turn eight. Yes, yeah, you take you don't take five, six, seven, and you so it'd be a slow seven into a fast eight for NASCAR, which we ran that at the time trials nationals tour last year, sort of, but yeah, so I, my practice went pretty good. Just getting comfortable. Um, but yeah, basically my track notes, I just wrote, you are taking turn one or alpha, like a coward coward. Every, every, every track note said coward. Cause I would lift before the crest and just coast and then break, and then take the turn. It's like, well, there's three or four seconds. So, fast turn one. You're still going into turn two and three, though. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You should remember that turn one. Yeah, oh, so I it's, remember that's, it that's well. A, yeah. Are you, my marks still there? Yeah, I, I didn't look. I didn't but notice. Ah, I didn't it. notice them. 
I was going pretty quick through there. I also didn't do any track walks. I brought a slower car. (laughs) A really really slower car. (laughs) We'll get there. But yeah, so I ran like a minute 52 in practice, just getting comfortable. And then basically was building up courage to break later into turn 10 and over alpha and into one. Then basically took all weekend to really get some sort of comfort there. So basically every session I cut a full second off throughout Friday or Saturday. And then Sunday morning I started with started the session with the 148.1 or 148.2, I think. And that was a fa- that was good enough for fastest of the weekend for production D. And then the last session was only four laps. So of course I'm not going to put a fast time in because I, I need eight or nine or ten. And then because obviously you have to build up to it. I mean, if you're dead tires, I need to really make sure that they're worn out before I start to use them. What happened on the last session for four laps? Um, uh, Paul's BMW caught on fire. And that was not oh, fun. No. Luckily, it was nowhere near as bad as we thought it was going to be. Because it's, it's this is the only time I've ever been red flagged in a session. Um, yeah, I think an oil line blew off his turbo and basically soaked his headers. So I think it looked way worse than what it was. The emergency crews did an amazing job. I haven't talked to talked to him yet about um, what happened, like after the fact. So yeah, but session got flagged, then got black flagged, obviously, and then. They got it, you know, extinguished. Looked like, you know, by the time they got it back into pits, we got loaded up. We did all our stuff before we left. Um, his calipers, I don't know if I, I assume what happened was he came in to stop and then left his foot on the brakes, and then his calipers froze, or, or his pads froze to the to the to the rotors. So he's sitting back in paddock. And we can't get his, and of course, his winch brakes. So we can't get his BMW into his trailer. So, it, so we're like, oh. and the only reason it made, like they're thinking the transmission's locked up. And I'm thinking, it's so rigid, it feels like that caliper that was frozen at the end of Hallett for me. Because that, that one wheel kept having that caliper stick, which again, I replaced that before this last event, had no issues. Um, sorry, I'm jumping all over the place. So we'll take a step back. The only issue I did have was that I broke the little plastic piece that triggers the brake lights. So I ran a session with my brake lights always on, which I fixed that. It's fine. Anyways, back to the BMW. So they're, they think it's a transmission and then like it's, it's in neutral. It's clearly not going anywhere. So we get, we try to bleed the brakes thinking that'll loosen them up and it doesn't. So then we basically take a pry, a, a pry bar to the to the pads and basically spent, um, just spread them out so that they're not stuck to the rotor, and that was all it was. And then three of us were able to, or four of us, were able to push the car into up into the enclosed trailer, just got just backed it up, got a nice running start, and pushed it up in. And luckily, that heavy BMW was able to make it up and get in there. But yeah, he popped the hood, and I'm expecting to see just everything roasted. And it was like really clean and like you couldn't even tell there was a fire. So I think what happened, like where the turbo sprayed the oil and then it just kind of shot flames out. So it kind of like burned up some wiring, some plastic below the wheel. And then it just got some uh, like paint stuff. So all things considered, it was not, not as bad as it could have been. I haven't talked to him to see if there's any like hidden weird shit that came up, but man, I thought for sure it was a done deal, but I'm hoping to see him at St. Louis. So yeah, that ended up being like 
quite a few, not a few, but like I'm, we stuck around. To, I'll make sure that he got loaded up and on his way before we took off because we don't we don't leave early from sessions, Dalton. Yep, and I left around noon <laughs> no. to get home early. I left around. I think by the time we got done with that, I bet we left at four. Yeah, because I got home at eight. So yeah, we got out about four o'clock. So it's not bad. And he and we usually are significantly closer to the tracks, though. Not significantly, but yes. <laughs> but yeah, so I I yeah I'll, I had a really good weekend. I I placed well. I I was very happy with my driving. I was able to like really focus on improving things. Um, like I would lock up brakes, then go back and and get my get my um my next lap would be right. Like like I could make adjustments. Like coming around, I think it was twelve into thirteen. I would find myself pushing like like um, understeering, and then I would instead like be able to adjust it with the throttle to like kick out the rears and oversteer a little bit to get where I wanted. So it was like I just I, I had a lot more car control this weekend than I think I've ever had, where I just felt more confident. So you felt really confident. Why do you have coward on your uh, track notes? Because it's, I'm not that confident. I still need to get more confident. Yeah, I, I, I need to be able to keep my Not foot great. keep my foot on the floor, over the crest, down the straight, and then break, and then take the turn. Also, the last is so scary. It's it's it's, it's not it's, great. It's intimidating. Like you have it was, to. You, it was like one of my favorite parts of that track, but it is really intimidating yep. because of it. And then one thing that I noticed that I couldn't really also I had a hard time believing was I'm following. Um, the guy in the GT3 RS because Dalton's gone, so I'm I'm the number two car in line now I'm behind the GT3 RS, which is the GT3 RS wasn't there for the second day, was he? Yeah, he was. He was there for the last session. I thought he was one of the ones that. Nope. Had, I was lied to. Yeah, he had no issues. He 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 just skipped a couple sessions and and then just was there for the track time. How well did you keep up with him? Uh, like half a lap. I don't know. <laughs> like the, the the pace lap, but like. So I, I that thing is stupid fast. So I'm following him, and he he, I don't know him that well. I know that he does like Formula Atlantics. I mean, he's he's a hell of a wheel man, and he's in a hell of a capable car. So I'm just kind of following him, see what he's doing, and like obviously he takes Alpha way better, takes one way better, and then what really caught my attention is going into turn two, I never saw his brake lights come on. Never. So he's taken two just off of a lift, it feels like, which is so fast. And then he goes into three, and I don't like I don't remember seeing his taillights come on. Three? There's yes. no way he goes into three. No, no. way. He, I, I, I wouldn't say two. It I was, feel like it was I a frac- it, was, it was short. It was a short break. It was unbelievably short. Well, it has carbon ceramics on it. Every braking zone is a short braking zone in that car. I couldn't believe at how little he used his brakes. Well, and then, and, and then by the time we automatic, by the time I get to turn seven, he's so far gone. But it's, I was just like in in awe of how little he used his brakes. And I use my brakes an awful lot, apparently, by comparison. So that's and you're still was, quick. Uh, Quick, think how much time you're leaving on the table. Cars, man. Yeah, man. If I, you know, I'd be so much faster if I didn't use my brakes. Maybe you should give to, another shot. To some extent, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, I don't know how long that'll hold up, but no, no I'm, I'm, 
I need to kind of like track him down and see what, like, I would love to see some in-car video and see, like some data on what he's doing. I'm, I'm just, I'm just blown away by how fast that car is and, and, and how much, like how much faster he is than everybody else. So yeah, because would he end up right? about a second or a second and a half faster than me at the end of the day? He was, this yeah. weekend, I think. I don't know what he ran on the second session to Saturday, but I know. I can't remember. Or Sunday. I can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, he was, so it happens when you have millions of dollars and 50 years worth of uh, development backing behind a, a race car. Yeah, it's a He drives that thing to the racetrack too, doesn't he? No, he's got this ridiculous camper and all this other stuff. Because he, he was the one that had the camper that you could drive the Porsche inside, like you could just put it in the side, like inside the side of the, uh, uh, the he's RV. got one of those. Yeah. That's I, dope. I don't think he had that here this year. Cause I, cause you can, you, you can tell that type of trailer or a um, toy hauler vehicle. And that didn't, I didn't look to be the same vehicle, but like, that's so cool. Last though. last year, that's what he came to the track with. He had the RV where you bring you pull up to the side of it, and then like there's a little platform, and then it just like brings the Porsche inside of your um, RV. I'm gonna need to look into this. It's crazy getting into an enclosed trailer with a big old wang on the back is not a good time. You hit your head on that every <laughs> single time. Yeah. But no, I was I, again. It's I just I'm watching him going like I could take away so much from this. You're like his his Formula Atlantic driving clearly shows through. Like he's a very capable driver, and I just want to. Well, Formula Atlantic, I think, is the fastest, at least fastest Formula car that SCCA I, has. Yeah, yeah, and I think I was. He said that he would have been driving that instead, but it wasn't ready for whatever reason, and he, he obviously didn't get into the into the details of it, but. Yeah, I I had a great weekend. Dalton, how was your weekend? So for me, I guess, starting Saturday morning, I was running a little bit. So we'll start with a preface of I brought a 2007 Corvette Z06 as my main track car. That's not, well, I'm going to say not too terribly much. It has a factory engine and cold air and exhaust, and but it has a cage and seats and all that fun stuff. So you that's take that mic away, Adam. Engine. <laughs> it's stock. That's What's not, not stock, stock about it? it? I thought that motor had been modified internally. No. Is that it a had stock cam? Stock cam. No. Stock really? cam, stock intake. Only thing done to it is flex fuel, colder intake, and headers. Well, we don't have it a dyno. kind we, of power? We don't have a dyno sheet to know what power he's putting down. <laughs> I'm hiding that. <laughs> we know what it made last year. It didn't change. It, or did yeah, it? When I got a dyno, it was 520 to the wheels, but... It does have uh, what you're thinking about. It does have the heads done, but it's still factory mill. Factory milled. I didn't CNC them. I just did the reliability because uh, LS7s eat valves. Except it seems like just cars I own do that. <laughs> so that's the we car I was running. Yet. We don't know that yet. And the other car I bought was my daily driver 2019 V6 uh, Camaro 1LE track package. So Saturday morning I was running a little behind getting the Corvette ready. So our friend Josh Fettis was going to take that out for the practice session to get it uh, gridded right. And, you know, it's a warranty car. What's the worst that could happen? So I get my car done after he's done in grid and I'm like, I'm going to go steal his ruckus, which had an electrical problem. So I couldn't get it started. So I killed some time. And I finally like, whatever, I'm going to go take some videos. Of my Camaro going by, I see it go by just as I'm making it to the corner. Cause I was going to go get a video by like 12, 13. So I get there, see him go by, 
like, okay, I'm ready. Get a good spot. Get my camera or my phone ready. Like, where do you go? Because the the cars he was following went by and he should have, I mean, he's a, he's a quick driver and he should have stayed within the pack of where he was at and go by. Then kind of wait, wait for like another 10 cars go by from where he was in the pack. I'm like, well, something isn't right. He crashed my car because <laughs> what's uh, what do you think when you have a 12,000 mile Camaro that's warranted for the track use? You think it's it's going to be OK. So whatever, I go back to the pit and there it is running on three cylinders. So that's why I prefaced asking Robbie about his OnStar because two days after my car was running on three cylinders, I get an email. Here's your July report. Your car is great, but you should uh, check your tire pressures. <laughs> well, did you check them? I no, I didn't. I uh, we'll get to that. Dropped it off at the dealership, but so you can't even check his own tire pressure. You got to take it to the dealership. I know. We'll get we'll get yeah, to that too. Kids these well, maybe days, I should man. listen to OnStar. Maybe I should listen to OnStar. These so days. after that uh, hour later is my time to go out for my practice session, and I made it about as many good laps as. Uh, Josh did before I was going into that fast eight we were talking about. And I also went too off there because I blew a tire right around a hundred miles an hour. And good thing. It's those ACRs up front that are 25 sidewalls. So the sidewalls that big. So it, it lost a little bit of traction, it, but it smoked up my cab and I thought my car was on fire again. So I uh, go up to the corner station and I'm like, I don't know what's happened. I buckled and like grabbed my fire extinguisher and like stand the car. It might be on fire. I had a lot of smoke in here. Funny part is my GoPro is on. It was a front passenger or driver's side tire. And I think the smoke came in the window and blinded me. My GoPro was over in the, the right hand. And you just get a little puff of smoke underneath. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a sweet video. I can't wait to share this and show people. And it's just like I had to look over like three times to even get some smoke. I'm like, oh, never mind. But It seemed dramatic at the time. <laughs> so... No, it was just a flat tire, and then actually, luckily, where it blew out and I came up the corner station, it was like 50 yards ahead. There was a gate, so they just opened up the gate and let me wheel out of there. So I guess that's my excitement of the weekend, but after that, besides that Porsche kicking my ass, I did pretty good in the Corvette. I was about a second and a half off him. Nothing too exciting. Just hot in a fire suit and no cool suit kind of had a prototype going but that's a whole different story we'll, we'll talk about that in the future with that that, uh, cool, that cool suit yeah but so the camaro because well, i don't know if we really then i guess on top of that besides going over elf i really i'm gonna use this and robbie's gonna make fun of me because he doesn't have any abs but what's abs i killed my i killed my abs in my uh, corvette and my wire pull adventures of stripping my wiring out in my Corvette, but I had, I thought it was only my yaw sensor because that's what it was last time I hooked the scanner up to it. So I got a new yaw sensor and resoldered the wires and that'll be a whole debacle on the, yep, I use solder in my car, not uh, crimps. We can go over this this week that's on nice. the consortium if you want to be that's in on that nice. action. It'll come up. Oh yeah. So got that working and then go out for a test drive. Shit, my ABS still isn't working. Come back and, uh, I lost a wheel speed sensor in my back passenger because the person that put uh, coilovers in my car this winter 
was being lazy and didn't uh, disconnect both ball joints and hard the pull the person, my mechanic, the person also known as the me. dealership. <laughs> and I uh, was trying to cheat it out of there without pulling the whole hub and the axle shaft out, and I pinched a wire. And good thing those SKF X-Tracker hubs are super cheap. So I got another one of those waiting to go in <laughs> so I can have ABS and feel confident again because I need my automatic car. Even though Robbie doesn't think so, what going from having ABS to no ABS is terrible. What the hell is ABS? He's just jealous. <laughs> yeah, I, he's still, jealous. I still don't know how to Adam drive. They have ABS, and he went off at Heartland Park right after Elba. See? See? Nah, so, if, if, you, if you knew how to drive without ABS, that would never happen. Actually, how to drive in general. Yeah. Luckily, with this new stacker, though, after I blew my tire... I had multiple sets of uh, wheels and tires to choose from up front there. So I threw on my backup set of Rival S's, and I actually got rid of my Miata tires front 295s and got 315s on the front of it. And actually, it helped a lot with braking because I think uh, cornering with 295s with a 355 bias in the back, if you did any cornering under brake, it would just lock up the front tires. And uh, it's a pretty dramatic difference from front to rear. So. Doing that 335 to 315, I could break and do a little bit of trail breaking. I mean, I'm not the greatest trail breaker at all by any means of that, uh, but having a little bit helps. So that actually ended up helping a lot. made me feel a lot more confident, especially going over Alpha, since that everything after Alpha is slightly turning and breaking. So, but I guess after that, Warranty Camaro, we, is that where you wanted to lead to, Adam? Well, so, so what do we, th- you got it back in or Josh brought it back in. Josh brought it back in. And then, yeah, I guess and we, you put the scan tool on it because you got this it, crazy fancy scan tool and it didn't come up with anything. Did it just misfires cylinders? One, three, five, the whole passenger bank. <laughs> and remember actually two podcasts ago or three podcasts ago, he goes with his Camaro to a event, a warranty Camaro and he brings a scan tool. Why would he ever need to do that? <laughs> Good thing it's not. So we did that. And we Turns played out around. You need the scan tool to change the brake pads too. So yeah, supposedly you can turn them in, but uh, since it has an electric parking brake, just if you don't have that, you have to turn it in a bunch. Because I tried turning a little bit, and it wasn't fun. And then Josh, we had on that group chat, that scan tool might bring it in. Hook up the scan tool, hit turn, and goes. Zzzz go back and you just push it in with your fingers and oh, nice. makes change and breaks great. Except How I also, is that though, Robbie? I also think it is ridiculous and unnecessary Gigantic that you now pain. need a decently expensive scan tool just to change your own rear brakes. If you have an electronic parking brake. Yeah that, yeah. that would infuriate me. Oh, if I didn't have that scan tool, I would have been completely infuriated and cussing and swearing and throwing stuff. But I also got that scan tool for a steal of a deal because my stepbrother's an idiot and sold it to me for under half price a month old. Nice. Drugs are bad people. <laughs> Except if you do drugs and sell me your tools that you finance through Snap-on for half price, drugs are great. You just keep it up. <laughs> Buy more, please. Oh, no. Oh, no. So anyway, the, the Camaro, you got one bank that doesn't run, but How'd it you- didn't... Go ahead. It, uh, it, I, was, I was just going to say. drives I, surprisingly well still. That's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
wouldn't on recommend cylinders. it. But. I didn't recommend it. We drove it enough. We started it and kind of, you know, revved it up to 2,000 RPMs or whatever, just a quick one and, you know, just misfiring like crazy. And every once in a while, it'd just give a little ting or something. Nothing terrible, but she was done. Oh, no. You were going to say something, weren't you, Robbie? I'm just so then you brought it back. Did you just call the dealer and say, "Hey, it's in the parking lot"? I don't know what happened. Did did you even hear this uh, story yet? No, Probably not not all of it. Like so, in, oh, in the group chat. So we'll, there's quite oh, the story. Oh, this is for great. This. So instead of going to Total Motors, I've never been there. The dealership in the Mars. I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to park this car. If they just see a random car just in the middle of here, they're going to be like, "What the hell?" Because I also don't know how good the parking lot is to. Uh, just drop drive up you know a gigantic 40 trailer, foot uh, yeah. gooseneck through there and i want to drive the car as little as possible i drove it off the track and then or i didn't drive it off the track josh drove it off the track after blowing it up in six laps <laughs> which also when we pulled the freeze frame on it it was only 4500 rpms when it when, let go it seems like so at full i throttle. dropped it off the work parking lot which is in the same town as that dealership since there's no dealership in my uh small hometown that i never left unlike you guys <laughs> But uh, drop it off there. So I give him a call on Monday and call the dealership. I, I'm honestly more curious if I just tell him I was on the racetrack. Here's what I was doing. I want to see if they'll honor the warranty. I want to see if it's like no question to ask. We don't care if you beat the crap out of your one elite Camaro. We're going to cover it because if they don't cover it, I might just do stupider things and get an ATSB engine thrown in there. But that's yes. a whole different story. But uh, call him, tell him that. And the dealership goes. Yeah, just drive it down. I'm like, well, uh, I mean, it's not far, but it's, you know, probably three quarters of a mile to a mile. I'm like, it's probably not a good idea. It drives. I can, but it's probably in your best interest to tow it since you're the ones fixing it. It's going to be more work for you if you don't. He's like, well, that'll be $60. I'm like, okay, I'll warranty car. If you want me to blow the engine completely, be my guess. I'm not spending $60. (laughs) I, that was just more a petty thing at this point to be but he's like but then he says uh well if you hit your onstar button and go through whatever uh chevy roadside assistance will pick you up I'm like well let me grab my cord there and they're just like then they'll do it for free i'm like whatever i'll do that then no big deal so i go hit my onstar button on my car talk to the person yeah whatever he's like Oh, so you're in Topeka. I'm like, no, it blew up in Topeka and I just pulled it here, but I just didn't want to drop it off somewhere random that I didn't know over the weekend, you know? He's like, well, okay. We'll have someone out there in a while with no big deal. And we'll text their information. So five minutes go by and it says, sorry. They send a text. Sorry, we can't find anyone yet. We'll keep on looking. This is like 11 a.m. or 10 a.m. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I give him a call back at like three or four or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, we couldn't find anyone in service, so we just quit. Like, <laughs> So you're telling me if you're not in an in-network area and your Chevy breaks on the side of the road, I just call back in 20 minutes because they might just say, screw you, there's no one in network. We tried. We tried. So call them back, and then actually the next thing, they just called the – I'm like, whatever. It's not a big deal. I can just drive it if it's going to be this big a deal. I'm not that worried about it. I'll blow the engine. Worse. It's already – I mean – It's already broken. It's already broken. But they got – then they go, oh, never mind. We'll We'll – we found this person, so they called someone. They were there in like 10 minutes and came and picked it up, dropped it off, and I yeah, talked to the the dealership and pretty much said, yeah, here's what I was doing, whatever, and 
not a care in the world. I don't even know if they cared if it was one only or not. If you race on the track, they seem like they just don't care. Or maybe that guy was just, you know, didn't care. But, uh, so drop it off, tell him that. And like, oh, can I have a courtesy car? I got a, got a cruise I've been beating on all week, which is, it's fun to beat on, but it's definitely not a Camaro. <laughs> but they called a couple days later and they think it dropped a valve, which I'm not quite sold on because it did not make any noise like it ate a valve. No, it sure didn't sound like that to me. I think it might be something valve train related, but I don't think it ate a whole valve. That's for sure. But you like said they're jump timing or something. Maybe I want, do you have any idea if that's an interference motor? I would, I would assume, assume though, it is just because it has it's to be a pretty motor. Decent, has to have pretty decent compression to make the power it's making all that. You would think, right? Yeah. Yeah. You'd think it almost has to be an interference motor. So it almost seemed that's what I was kind of thinking. Maybe jump that or Josh is kind of thinking it might've threw a rocker out and, has rockers going to one of the one of the banks of elves so through a lifter or something but they said they'll pull it apart this week and let me know so i am interested to see what it ends up being and if they're just like yeah okay well it's broken but here's your new one thanks yeah well they might if it's every twelve thousand miles they might get to know me a lot or every three track days <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm quite curious as to how the the warranty claim stuff's gonna go Besides the not picking me up when I call the tow truck, it's been pretty smooth and easy so far. <laughs> we haven't gotten after a check. You haven't gotten a bill or lack thereof yet, so I'm curious. Like as it plays out, I'm I'm, yep. I'm I'm very curious. I'm super curious too. But there was a after searching the forums, it seems like most of them are SS one of these fifth gens. But people that had track problems on the track, like there was one I. I think I screenshot you. The guy was a hundred miles from any dealership. Chevy picked him up from the racetrack, brought him to yeah. the dealership, got a new engine put in his Camaro in two days, which Jeez. I haven't beat that yet. I'm past that, which I'm not too worried about it. Unless I had another track day going on, but uh didn't charge him anything. Wow. And didn't care. They went to the track paddock and picked him up. <laughs> I mean, that's what they claim. Uh, yeah, that's that's that. how it's supposed to be. So yeah, it, it it might be completely, you know, flawless and works great for you, and that's awesome. I'm hoping so. That'd get me a little yeah, more optimistic a, on the idea. That was the idea of the car. Right? Yeah. I mean, that was the whole point of the car is that I could have a reasonably priced car that's not breaking the bank like the Corvette every does every time you take out that. If something does break, it's not my problem. It's GM's problem. <laughs> yeah, you're factory backed. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to start putting that on my sponsorship. If they put a new engine in it, <laughs> sponsored by GM across, then you might have stuff. I think that's that's probably the right way to do it. <laughs> GM warranty racing. That would be really funny. So, but I'm hoping this is just a fluke and the car comes out well and makes it the rest of the time that I have it because it is a very capable, fun car for just being a V6. I mean, after going from the Corvette to that, though, straight lines are uh, <laughs> a little lackluster, but... They take forever. <laughs> Pass them. <laughs> it's just like Josh said, he was out for a while. Most of the time, I think people see Camaros in the rearview mirror when they're point point by, and they, you know, oh, they got another 300 horsepower on me, it'd be fine, V6, so I don't think they let off. He was trying to pass a Miata, <laughs> and they didn't let off on the long straight, and it took them the whole straight, and the Miata finally had to let off to get them by. 
That's fine. Josh is not used to that much power, even though. So, yeah, and he was even picking on the power because that's still at least two or three times more power. Well, I guess than the neon makes. Maybe not the Miata, but the neon for sure. Well, the neon or the Miata makes nothing now. So, well, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, um, should I had something else I was going to say, but I can't remember what it was. I don't know. It doesn't matter. No. Yeah, that was our that was my Heartland and uh, Dalton. I don't know if you have anything else. No, I think that about covers up all the excitement I had. Was there drifting there this weekend? Yeah, they did. Yeah, was drifting. The, the skid pad was all Ken's or Casey drift on Saturday. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so it was so kind of it was kind of fun to watch. The like, picture you posted on Instagram was that from one of the drift photographers? Yeah, he. I think he listens to the show, Sean. Um, oh really? Yeah, That's so kind of funny. He, like, he, oh hey, look at that! Yeah, he direct messaged me. Um, I don't actually have that picture up, but it's similar to the one I got up. Um, but yeah, he was doing photography or something at the skid pad, and then he basically just turned around and took a shot of me on the on the road course. And he, and he sent me a direct message nice. and, and sent me the picture and said, "Yeah, he said it was cool that it was you could see you know S14s drifting on one side, turn around and see me burning down laps behind him." So it was just nice. yeah. It was, it was fun because like I'd, I'd come through tech or whatever, coming off session, and then people would stop and look at me because they, you know, the drifters clearly know the two forty or a two forty rather, and just like that, that's a VA two forty. Well, what's he doing over there? <laughs> that's strange. Yep. So it was, it was it was cool. They had a really good turnout, so it was fun to watch. You know, we 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 were over kind of in that area. The worst part about it was it was so f and windy, so like the, you know you got all the smoke from the drift, and it would just all come towards our campground all day. It's like 30 mile an hour gusts constantly, like all through Friday night, all day Saturday and, and most of Saturday night. And looking back, I probably should have stalled out my, um, my wing. Cause it was going like, basically you were going into a headwind down the front straight and looking back, I probably should have stalled that out, but yeah, you live and learn. Still took first place on, yeah, on Sunday with this gold medal. You have a silver, <laughs> you have a silver medal in my pickup. Josh won the practice session before he blew up my engine. I think he had the fastest time for PC. And if he would have just waited till qualify or the first time session, damn it, could have still won. Did he end up with the fastest time, even though it was just qualifying? <laughs> he never got to drive again. Yep. I, I don't know if yes. it was overall, but we looked at it uh, later in the day on Saturday, and like, how'd you end up? And he definitely was the fastest on practice, and I think he ended up closer this fastest for the time sessions too so that's hilarious i know on sunday morning most people were about two seconds faster though i mean it was it was, yeah, remar- I dropped it was remarkable crazy sunday morning yeah most people it was were. hot out saturday though saturday was hot and super windy and then sunday morning was like 80s with a little bit of clouds too yeah out. clouds not not a lot of wind i mean it was, it was a really pleasant morning it got hot in the afternoon though i wouldn't know yeah, you, it's just been gross around here lately. And, and to my cowboy travel truck. Yeah, uh, Topeka's cool the surface of running. <laughs> Son of a bitch. But yeah, Topeka's <laughs> the surface of the sun, so it's it's always hot. Yeah. Kansas, good, man. Yeah, it was a really good event, though. I had a lot of fun. And that track's, like, super nice to tires. I don't Like, it's just a really good surface, so it's it doesn't wear shit down unless you go off track. A huge difference compared to Hallett, though Hallett is such a slow track compared to uh, Heartland Park. Yeah, it's not anywhere near as fast. I think I go faster on like 
every marginal street at Heartland Park than I do down the main street at Hallett. Yeah. Well, maybe. Uh, at least. You, yeah, for sure the front straight and then going into Fast 8. Before Fast 8 and after Fast 8, I have to go in fourth gear, and I never had to go into fourth gear at Hallett. Oh, wow. I'm in three places faster than Hallett. Yeah, that's quick. That's a lot. That's yeah, because turn seven is pretty fast. So you probably come out of turn seven and headed down that back straight towards eight with a pretty good pile of steam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if you finally work up the balls, you can almost take eight flat out. And you can almost take six flat out. Oh, you mean work up the balls? There's no problem in the neon. You can, you're not. You're talking. probably. Even through slow eight. <laughs> 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 that was almost flat. It was like a lift and then turn in. And then once you hit the apex, you were back on the gas again. I don't even think I used the brake in the eight. <laughs> yeah, basically. I from, can't remember yeah, for from, sure. That was slow eight, too. From, yeah, from six to nine, you're going basically foot to the floor. Yeah, I can see That's that. That's pretty correct. You had to get Seven's. the brakes pretty hard for nine. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Anyways. Now when you do slow eight in the neon. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of a straightaway from seven to ten. <laughs> so and then ten to fourteen, that's just an autocross. Yep. Keep it tight. So well good. I'm glad you guys were able to get out there and have fun. I didn't do anything that weekend, so oh, well we missed you. One man. of these days I'll finally get to go and do something fun race car related, but I'm not sure when. Well you're coming to an event here soon, aren't you? I think I might go to Alpine. I haven't decided a hundred percent. I'm leaning towards yes. Uh this weekend I was gonna be going to Jackson, Minnesota to take my kid to a monster truck race. Hell yeah. You monster trucks canceled. in Jackson, huh? It got canceled. I lived in Jackson. It was twenty bucks. Hell yeah, I'd go too. It's so you're telling that. me you sent us links to grid life being approved and on, and you're like, nah, not going. No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm gonna go. I just I'm not sure uh We've talked about maybe bringing the wife and kid and doing like a a little bit of a vacation because Katie's never been to Colorado before. Um, and I we haven't decided if we're going to go that crazy yet. So we'll see. So I, I think I think I'll be there at least probably. But I'll be seeing you there. I don't know if stuff gets worse. <laughs> I might I might just not do that too. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I will likely not be there. I got. So, I'm the event chair for the mid of uh, TT in St. Louis the weekend before, and then I got a vacation with Jess the weekend after because that's the only week she has off. Because it, it worked out perfectly when before they rescheduled, but. And then, Colorado vacation is the best vacation. I did that last year. Um, yeah, so I don't think I'm going to go. And I'm, I have a hard time justifying it to be an spectator, especially when they cut spectating down to 15%. And I can let somebody else no go. Music. Yeah, I can let, if somebody else, I feel like they're going to fill that 15% real fast. And I don't need to be just some guy that traveling halfway across the country just to be there. So next year. If I go again, it'll be... I'll be helping. Yeah, for sure. Do the do the 
set up and tear down stuff like I did last year with Yeah, you essentially be a worker. Jabay and whatnot. Yep. So but my original kind of plan was maybe I was gonna try and talk you and Jess into splitting a camp around outdoorsy. But now that your guys aren't going, I'm not yeah. gonna do that. So not, I don't know not this year. what I'm gonna do yet. Nope. No. Got some, I'm kind of already planning ahead for next year when it comes to like racing budget and stuff. So we got the plan is to do one lap and then obviously admittive and then some other things that I got a phone call about today that potentially could be super fun. So that's a, that's a hard maybe on that. And if I can afford it, I will definitely need to talk about. No, no, I'm very interested. Not on the show yet. Probably not on the show. No, because it's not, nothing's final. It's just a, it's a gauging interest on if I was into it and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm into it. So if it's racing, Robbie's into it. Yeah. Yep. No. no, he's not into grid life at Alpine. Not if I'm not driving. I've have room, Robbie. Next year, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Write him down for next year on the calendar. Yeah, just pencil pencil me in for twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty is my throwaway <laughs> year. This is my my year of planning for twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty has been a real shit show. Yeah, threw so. a kick to the dick. But I got this gold medal. Yeah, I was going to go to Mid Ohio. That was my original plan. That'd be awesome. We were starting to talk about uh, maybe making Colorado a full blown family vacation, and so then I decided I didn't want to spend the money on Mid Ohio. And then the the monster truck thing came up, and we decided we were going to go do that. And her dad was going to go with us, and then that got canceled. And so now I'm not doing anything. But I'm still not going to go to Mid O. Yeah. And so it's like, well, fuck. But if I don't go to Alpine, I might not go to anything this year, and that's not that's not cool good either. Yeah, you so, don't want to do that. So you better go to something. Definitely. If uh, if listeners haven't figured out, I'm I am feeling under the weather today right now. Anyway, so I get a COVID test tomorrow. We'll find out if I'm dying or not. Let's hope not. Let's hope it's just so. It's probably not allergies, but let's hope it's something not serious. Uh, my kid had some sort of bug earlier this week or last weekend, I guess. And I think I, whatever he had, maybe got passed on to me. So that's yeah. what I'm, that's what I'm hoping, but I'm acting as if I am carrying the Rona, the, the Rona. So, you know, I didn't go to work today and obviously won't be going to work tomorrow. So well, shit. we'll see what happens. Hopefully by Monday I'll have an answer so I can go back to work. Yeah, no kidding. They or, usually come back pretty quick anymore. Two days, three days tops. Yeah. Yep. Depending yeah, where you go. A family member of mine uh, got a positive test as well, which I was not around her, so I don't. I still haven't figured out where I got it. I, I admittedly don't wear my mask the most when I'm at work because I'm outside and it's a million degrees out. And so and you're not around a shit like, ton of people and I'm not super close to people, but at the same time, I kind of am sometimes, but I don't know, but you know, I wear a mask when I'm at home, you know, when I'm shopping or whatever and try to wash my hands and as much as possible. And we've got hand sanitizer we take with us and yeah, still end up with it somehow or another. So. Yeah. Well, shit is what it is. Yeah. You want to do the news? But, Let's do the news right. so I can go to bed. Hell yeah. Uh, news is always... You don't have anything to wake up for tomorrow. Are you still tired? I'm sick, dude. I'm tired. Getting some sleep. <laughs> That's still like 15 uh, hours today. Geez. I got to work a night shift tomorrow, and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> um, the news, as always, is presented by Apex Pro. 
apextrackcoach.com. As always, use our code 10 tenths to get a free window mount. Um, I used mine this weekend at Heartland Park, and I improved every session because I trusted the lights. It told me I had grip, and I trusted it, and I used the grip. It was great. Um, I haven't had a chance to really dive into the data. It's been a shockingly busy week. Um, my coworker that I've basically mentored under for the last five years has retired, and basically it's been a week of handing off stuff to me, so it's been I'm, I'm kind of tired. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to going through, like, video and data logging and all the Apex stuff here. It's probably this weekend when I'm not working on my car. So, I'm again, I, I can't stop singing Apex Pro's praises. For the price point that they're at and the data you get and the support that you get from Andrew and the team is second to none. So apextrackcoach.com. Uh, we are teaming with them because we believe in them. Anyways, here's the news. Oh, crap. That's my part. I don't have it open. <laughs> I'm the worst. Oh, no. I just you just realized. said listen to all of that. Let's see. The first one is something about Tony Stewart starting a new race series, fixing all the things he doesn't like about NASCAR. There you go. That's it. I know that. Yep. Yeah. Tony Stewart's new race series is trying to fix some of NASCAR's problems. There we go. That's, uh, yeah. Uh, what's it called? Do you know what's it's called? I don't have this open at all. Holy shit. I'm slacking. <laughs> I'm sick, people. All right. So, the long and the short of it is Tony Stewart is starting a new series starting in, I believe it's 2021, and it is going to be a two-hour primetime spot on Saturday nights, and it will be, if I understand it correctly, 12 drivers with 12 crew chiefs, and the crazy thing is they are random. So every week the driver would be a different crew chief, potentially. Um, and all the cars are going to be like spec cars, the same cars. And it's going to be under the lights in the heartland of America. So I don't know if that means Iowa Speedway, if it's open, or uh, like any of these other smaller tracks. and it, Or is it dirt? No, it's dirt and asphalt. It says it's both dirt and asphalt, which I think is really cool. Yeah, it'll be um, fun. I like the spec car thing. I don't know how I feel about the driver and crew chief changing. It's a little gimmicky. Game showy, if you will. So they're going to run the same cars on dirt and asphalt. It's just different tires. Well, it's fine. I'm sure there'll be different setups <laughs> and different tires, but they they could even be completely different cars, but everybody will have the same car. And it's all made by the same company. And I can't remember the company's name. So it's not going to be – it's going to be less about who can pump in the most development dollars, and, and it's going to be more about who is the better driver and team. It'll be good. I think it's But since they're not keeping their their crew chief week to week, it's not it's still it's gonna be way more focused on driver and less on team. Which I guess is kinda nice, but at the same time I don't know. As a driver I would be kind of annoyed by that, I guess. Yeah, because you you know, one week you could have a, a a track that you you love and you're feeling really good, and then you get the one crew chief you just don't work well with. Right. You know, and again it's 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 American television, so people love drama. So, like, I bet half of half of the two hour show is going to be just people screaming at each other in the pits. So, there's that. So, this is gonna this is gonna be the most popular show on television. <laughs> is that the problem they're fixing then? That there's not enough reality television in NASCAR. Yeah, that's what they're doing. No, they're <laughs> <laughs> um, not wrong though. But maybe they'll do what NASCAR shit the bed on and have underglow lights that cover the hole under the car. I was God. wondering if you're going to work that in there. I, Robbie's like real bed out of I shape. I am. Like it's, this. I was 
I posted on the group like I was legit interested in it. It's like oh, this this could work. This be fun. And Robbie's going to show them how to do underglow lights correctly now. I am. Uh, yeah, Robbie's the proud owner of quite the <laughs> the mix. Two, and two, I've ordered, I ordered underglow components. Yeah, we got two and sets. I have some of them. on the way now. Yep, you got some. Um, Dusty. Dusty might have some on the way. We don't know yet. <laughs> he ordered. I his. may end up with some on the way here. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So Dusty ordered his like a week ago, over a week ago. It's his. been longer than that. It's been like a week and a half. And I ordered mine Monday, and they showed up today. And his, so his, they both we ordered from the same person. So mine went from um, California to Iowa in like three days, and then his couldn't go from California to Dallas in like a week and a half. <laughs> They were stuck at so now, NA, NA, Utah. NA, and then it was it like was, unavailable for a couple of days. Now it actually showed up in Texas somewhere, but... It's almost there. I think it's in it's Dallas. There. Yeah, it's just not to him. So the deal we worked out is after, if Robbie beat him before Dusty got his, I have to order some for my cars. And if I get mine before Dusty does, then Adam has to see if he can get them before Dusty also. Yeah, so I've been, I've been a hypocrite for so long. I've been saying how great Underglow is, and I don't have them on my cars. So now both of my cars get them. I was kind of disappointed. I thought I was going to be a trendsetter in the group chat today and said, I'm going to have to get some extra for my fender vents. And then Robbie sent a picture. Oh, I already got these. That's what these are here for. <laughs> like, son of a bitch. Beat me to it. Yep. It's the, it's, a, it's the little strips. Like they're like four or five, they're like five inches long. So basically it's meant for under the seats in your car. So it's going to go, two of them are going to go in the air dam area and then two are going to go in the fender vents. And they, but of course that's got like, nine different colors whereas the underglow only has like six different colors front of the car i know so they don't quite per- they're not perfectly matched so i can't just like t- i don't think i can just tie them in together because i have two separate remotes i have two separate con- like they're two totally different controls so we'll see i'm but, gonna have to get one and look it over and see what i can do here but the reason we went down this rabbit hole is because nascar was advertising they were going to do underglow for the all-star race which they did but they only did underglow under the rear bumpers and it just like looks so it looks so stupid. I don't really understand what they were doing there. I, th- I I think what happened was, and they never addressed it because I actually watched the race. I was doing other things, but it was on television, and I actually I live streamed or whatever. And I went back and watched the 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 part where they talked about the underglow, and they they mentioned it like they're like, yeah we got underglow, and then the underglow under the car represents the manufacturer. So you know, I don't. Blue is Ford or whatever. It doesn't matter. And But then they, they on the cut screen, it's the car with the underglow everywhere. And then they cut to the actual cars, and they only have it under the rear bumper. And they never explain why. And I think what happened was they advertised it. Marketing people were like, we're on board. We're going to do it. Everyone did, everyone's in. And then some safety steward's like, yeah, no, you're not. And, and the, I, I assume somebody stepped in and said, no, we can't have lights in front of this certain point for whatever reason. And just nix the whole thing. Whereas, you know, they didn't get the right buy-ins before they, they advertised that they were doing it. So they, they, you know, did something because they said they were going to, but didn't do what they were planning. So yeah, it was it was weird. I kind of I do want to know if there's a, a better backstory as to why they only did the rear bumpers. But my, it car, almost worked because that's the first time you watched NASCAR in how long? You actually had it up to see underglow on NASCAR, and they yeah. completely disappointed. I was going to. Well, again, I, I I said I was going to. I wasn't going to be a hypocrite. Can't post in the group and say I'm going to do something and not do it. So now, if I say I'm going to buy a truck on the podcast, now I'm screwed. You right? already you already said that you're buying a 3500. You've said this. 
for no less than sixty five thousand. We're trying to talk him into something more than a six thirty five hundred, but we'll, we'll see what we what the, we can get away with. He, I was completely price, sold on the midside Chevys until I realized that they have two hundred foot pounds less torque and eighty horsepower left. And they're actually rated to pull a little bit less than the thirty five hundreds also, but they do look the business. <laughs> You need a just a big old toter home. Oh, I thought you were talking about that. I was talking more mid-sized truck. Cause nah, bro. You need like a big old toter <laughs> home. I can't even keep a brand new car for 12,000 miles. I don't know if I can have a 150,000-mile toter home. They're good for a million. You're fine. Yeah, just get a diesel pusher. It's fine. I'm out. <laughs> um, I don't... I'm I'm interested to see how the series shapes out and what the cars look like and who's running it. But so Ray Evernham is involved in it, which automatically means it's going to be great. Perfect. Uh, he lists tracks in Connecticut, Florida. That's not the heartland, of Florida. Yeah, I know, right? The heartland of America, from Indiana to Connecticut to Florida, <laughs> motherfuckers. That's not that's not the heartland. But Knoxville Raceway here in Iowa is listed as a as all a right. track option. I'll so. take it. We could go to that. And he's all he's also Everton was also looking for road course and modified ovals to put on the schedule. So cool. He doesn't expect speeds to speeds to exceed a hundred and fifty. Just barely putting around there. Yeah, what's, what's, hey, me out of speeds. What's that all about? I think that's <laughs> fine. Like I, that I might still be Ferris's approach on so... speeds too. That, yeah. Well, I mean, it's 150 push... miles an hour. What is that? What a Miata does down the main well, street? Well, it's a, it's a short course. I mean, it's not like they're running these. You know, yeah, it's half mile ovals. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's not a fast fast course. So he says they're targeting drivers who are retiring from NASCAR but still want to race but just don't feel like they should run 200. His dream list includes Scott Dixon of IndyCar fame, of nice. course. Tony Kanaan, Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon, Juan Pablo Montoya, Paul Tracy, short track racers, and up-and-comers who have proven their skill but can't get a break. That'd be cool. Get a lot, get a lot of you know name recognition there. That'd help. Yeah, that would be neat. And yeah, so. doing it on a Saturday night, that's going to, you know, every bar in America is going to have it on. I think doing the mixed to surfaces thing is cool. Like where the, they'll do dirt one week and, and uh, pavement the next type of deal. I think that's cool. That For some reason, that just kind of shakes it up a Interesting, bit. too, and a neat take on it for sure. Yeah. So dirt tends to be a lot more fun to watch. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, Race, racing sideways <laughs> participating in it is one thing but it, it's certainly more exciting to watch so yeah. no i'm in I'll i don't check, know i'll check it I out think it'll be cool i wish them the so. best next up more racing news hell yeah seems that nobody wants sebastian vettel this is like the rudest article ever written about sebastian vettel it kind of is it's like it's titled "Nobody Wants Sebastian Vettel." Right on Jalopnik. Flat out, what it's titled. It's, it's, it's very much not the case. I I I think it's more that you had ten teams that or nine teams that never expected to have an opportunity, and they committed to the drivers that they thought were the future, and then all of a sudden, oh, by the way, Vettel's available. Well, that wasn't in the plan. 
Not in the budget. You think some of those? I was gonna say some of those not teams. In the budget. It's not that they don't want them. It's that they can't afford them. Yeah, probably cost more than their car. Although, if I was Doubtful. Sebastian Vettel, I guess I, mean, it, I would be willing to take a pay cut just to keep racing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm curious as to what his his contract, what he expects to be paid. I mean, like, let's let's say you know, there's only a handful of opportunities left. So, like, there's they've been talking about him going to Racing Point, which means they would kick out Sergio Perez because they're obviously not going to kick out the owner's son. Um, or going, I mean, I don't think it's been brought up, but like the only other team really that has drivers available or like seats available would be Haas. I mean, and even Haas has been talking about not being around next year. So, you know, are right. they, they going to be willing to spend, let's just say, $20 million a year on Sebastian Vettel? I mean... I don't think they're gonna. It's a lot of money. That's a, it's a shitload of money. It's a lot of money. I mean, he's he's a proven driver, but he's clearly on like he's. Not, I, I get. But then again, I don't know what Renault paid them, but paid him. But Renault brought back Fernando Alonso, who hasn't won a race in four years, or podiumed in four years, or was it even longer than that? Yeah. So I'm. You know, it's just it was a really really weird silly season for what for driver rotations because you would expect. You wouldn't expect Sebastian Bell to be sitting open without a seat right now. Adam is sick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, am I know no, you're, you're you you like the worst. Yeah. So, um, the thing I was kind of wondering, like, so let's pretend for a minute that he really doesn't end up with a seat in F one. Does he fade away into nothingness, or does he go somewhere else? Because like I, I'm sure he could do well for himself in like a like a Le Mans or some sort of uh, uh, World Endurance Challenge, yep, uh, or World Endurance Championship seat or something like that. But uh, I just I don't think that they have the driver budget that he's used to at F1. But does that matter to him? Would he rather just be I, you know is any is any seat better than no seat? I would, or what do you think his? Uh, I would think he wouldn't want to go a year is. without racing, though. I mean, but I think at, the, at, at the stay in the seat and get some seat time in a really fast car. True, but at the same time, he might be so fucking burned out. I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, Mike, I mean, he's, I mean a good example. He's thirty-five. Like, he made he's, more he's been, money last year than what I'm going to make my whole life. Like does probably he really all of us combined. Yeah, honestly. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> like, does he really need to keep racing, or can he just kind of? I mean, I said retire, go out on the top, right? Yeah, so he's been he's been racing professionally for like what twenty five years or twenty years. You know, it's it's yeah. I, I assume you kind of get to that point where it's like even no matter like the the bullshit that goes with it's not worth it no matter what you get paid, especially when you have a bank account that's full. <laughs> yeah, maybe so, maybe this is just a good opportunity to back out and just yep. call it a day, and maybe in a few years down the road he can maybe you know find his way into some 24 hour lineups just for funsies or something like that. Yeah. I think, I don't think he wants to go. If, if he stays in formula one, I highly doubt he wants to go to a, a, a team that's going to be slower than Ferrari. You know, I mean, he's, he's used to well, winning. He's used Ferrari's to doing slower well. Than half the field this year. Exactly. But I, I, I don't, I, I'd have a, I don't see him sticking around honestly, but maybe, maybe he'll go to racing point, but I think it, I think Haas should at least throw their hat in the ring and try to 
try to do something and shake that team up because they have done shit the last couple of years. Um, but I'd also, I'd, I'd really expect to see him just kind of say, you know what, I need a break, and then step away, and then come back and do something not Formula One related that's strictly based on you know the love of the game. Well, Kimi Raikkonen kind of did that for a while, you know. Yep. He stepped out. He was doing his own thing. I think he did some rallying or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he did. He did. Just kind of raced wherever he felt, you know. And then like he's back in it, and like he's flat out said that I just do this for fun. Like this is just a hobby at this point. Yeah, I mean that, that was his quote. That was like the only quote he had on the Netflix. Uh, oh, survive. So funny. Everyone's talking about how serious it is. This is life. This is life. And he's just like, this is like a hobby to me, man. <laughs> that was like how they closed the series, too, yep. wasn't it? Yeah, it was like, well, I think it was the last it was like episode. like one of the last things said in the entire series. No. I mean, you're right. It's just a hobby. It's like a hobby to me, man. Hilarious. But, I mean, again, and he's been driving for Ferrari for. Again, I don't know exactly how many years. I don't. I haven't been following close close enough to know his, every step of his career. But I mean, the pressure that comes with being a Ferrari driver has to be monumental. And I could again, I can absolutely see why he would just kind of go. You know what? I am sick of being in the public eye. I am sick of being considered a loser every time I don't finish first. I mean that that's got to just weigh on a guy. So I, I get I. For someone that's been in the sport as long as he has, had the success that he has, and he's not having that success anymore, I could I could absolutely see why he'd just be like, you know what, this this is enough bullshit for for one one career. But I do I would like to see him stick around. I'd like to see him in a seat, and I'd like to see him competitive. So, yeah, but I'm actually I don't know. yeah I'm not an expert on Formula One. I'm just a, I'm just a casual fan so so my opinion's kind of whatever <laughs> yeah well i'm like 18th in our fantasy grand prix oh, shit, I fantasy gp right now so i was uh, like sixth i can't remember where i finished after hungry though i'll have to go back yeah i'm not doing so well how many people actually enter that to where you're 18th like 35 <laughs> yeah you're not doing too hot <laughs> no i'm not doing so good it's it's not been a good year for me let me see if i he get was, pulled he up was here. so cocky after winning or doing well that uh I won the first year out and I did all right last year and it's it's not going so well this year, but dude, this like this year is such a wild year so far. Yeah. It's, it's a super weird year. (laughs) Of course it won't load. Oh, don't worry. I got fast internet now. You'll notice that, uh, this episode, I did not drop off the call. Oh, I'm in fourth place. That's awesome. He's calling out too early. That's too early to call. You didn't drop off Robbie. I'm in fourth place. We're not done yet. Robbie. I don't care. I can end Might this whenever be. I want. Now we've been on the show long enough to just end it. Kind of mad you're in fourth. I'm in fourth. Boy, I'm glad you are at the same fourth time, place. I'm kind of mad about it too. That's awesome. Where's, where's Adam at? Adam is. Oh, he's scrolling a while. 18. Yeah, I'm in like 18. 18th with 322 points. I have 408, and the current winner of Austin Covey has 504. Yeah, it's not a good year for me. Man, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. Out. God damn it. Thank, I can thank my uh, excuse me, my man Lando. Lando, la- yeah, last lap I Lando. To, I think I need to go back through and rethink my... The problem Chad. is I, I got a couple of teams that were kind of high dollar that haven't done well. Yeah, that sucks. You can't sell them now. 
and they're probably worth less than what I paid for them, so I don't want to sell them. No. Where am it's I like, at? God damn it. Like, what is wrong with you, Ferrari? I don't even know if I have Ferrari on my list, but what is wrong with you, Ferrari? A lot. A lot is wrong. It's almost it's almost like they got caught with an illegal engine last year. My internet seems to not be working, so we might want to shut this down. Yeah, you're, uh, the, the little Wi-Fi indicator next to your name has been yellow or red for quite some time. Yeah, we might want to shut this down <laughs> before I drop out. Yeah, we can wrap this up. It's been a full show. Um, Dalton, I want to thank you for coming on. It's been fun. Uh, we, Thanks one, for having me. One of these days we'll have to have the wild Dalton story episodes. Where it's, where it's nothing to do with cars it's just debauchery that's that's what that's the episode everybody wants yeah it probably would do better than talking about my <laughs> we, terrible we could go car full, problems go full howard stern jason ellis oh god that that episode oh god I'm, we could have you I have and, to ask before we leave what do you have your camera hooked up to adam because it just creeps up the whole show because it's, <laughs> it's sit on my lap <laughs> sit on my lap so it's because it's my laptop and I'm sitting in a rocking chair in my kid's room. It's just like you just sit and watch him and just it's slowly when I move just my like legs. It just, does it just if you watch Adam and just like, like over two minutes, just whoa. Then yeah. it goes back down. Yeah, it's because I move my legs because my legs start to cramp up. <laughs> One of these days, he's going to be sitting so. across the table from me again. I'll put a plexiglass oh, thing up if I have to. I don't care. Yeah, we can plexiglass it. It'll be fine. Yeah, we'll have Adam Jabay come in from Chicago or whatever town he lives in, and then he'll uh, put a, a plexiglass thing in, and then we can, we'll can we be good. I'm more afraid of just walking around your house in general. It's You're the one that's sick, man. I'm not a, we're, I know, we're, we're, right? we're worried about somehow you. Robbie's, Robbie's wife deals with these people every damn day, and somehow I'm the one who got she, sick. That's because she wears proper protection all day, every day. <laughs> I know that's what I said. I know what I said. He let me in his house. <laughs> he doesn't have kids either, so yeah. I guess he's doing something right. Yeah, there's no, there's, there's no, yeah, the little kids bringing all their sorts of gross, sticky diseases into my house. Not happening here. My video started to freeze. We need to I shut see. this down. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. we will catch Sounds you good. guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>